Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Back with another episode of the Causeway Street Podcast. Your Celtics are up two games to zero in their best of seven series against the Toronto Raptors. They're 6-0 in the postseason. Uh, Jason Tatum dropped a career playoff high 34 points in game two. Nick Nurse was crying. Man, what a hell of a night. I tell you right now. Joseph Pavone here alongside Joel Pavone, Sean Dutra. We got Zach Peliquin from CausewayStreet.com. I can't wait to see what Zach has to say about all this, man. Because Zach... Southern's go six and zero. He's gonna have some hot takes for you. You already know. So mm-hmm. let's let's not even waste any more time. Let's get Zach on here. Uh, break this one down. Zach, game two, the Celtics Raptors. Okay, I didn't even. This, this is like the third biggest thing that happened, right? Marcus Smart goes off for five three pointers in a row. Sixteen points in freaking six minutes. Like, what's this guy Reggie Miller out there? Like, what's going on? Zach Pelican. Where do you stand in this series? I know it's, I know you're supposed to win four, but a lot of Celtics fans are saying this one is done. Where do you stand? Uh, I'm not going to say it's done yet. I'm definitely not going to say it's done yet. I mean, we, we got to consider here. This is the defending champion. Now, now I know they don't have Kawhi Leonard. It's a very different team from what they were a year ago, but there's no way you can automatically dismiss everything right now and just say, okay, two games and it's over. It's looked very good in those two games. I will say that. Feeling pretty good go. over here, you know, <laughs> well, you especially like with with <laughs> with no home field or home court advantage for either team. I think that works in Boston's favor, which we talked about right before the uh, the bowl got kicked off. I thought Boston would do well, um, even without a, a, a home crowd and a home court advantage. So it's not over yet. Toronto's going to come back. We're we're going to see a much better effort out of them, and I think at this point they've kind of gotten their uh, their lunch handed to them, and, and it. We're going to see a better effort out of them in Game Three. I'm, I'm willing to bet, uh, but Boston's looking real good. They're looking very, very good. I knew you were going to start with the Mark Smart thing. I knew you were going to start. Yo, there. that was like the third Making thing I said. Bit. If Sean was, <laughs> if Sean was leading us in, that would have been the first thing out of his mouth. Marcus Smart, five three Marcus pointers. Smart, you guys see that? Oh yeah, Celtics won the game too. But did you see what Marcus Smart did? 
I lost Stephru? my shit. Stephru? I lost my shit down here. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. The last one, I, I yelled out. I yeah, did. I was like, "Whoa!" One. I was like, and, "What and the one, fuck?" Hell, yeah. yeah, and one. Yeah, I think I screamed that out. Yeah, and one. I was like, "What?" Yeah, I went out. Oh, that was unreal, man. Before, say, you know, doing some crazy shit. But, uh, yo, okay. So here's here's the thing, though. I I think the series is done. I think it was done from the start. Uh, you know, we texted our predictions at the front, and and I said, "I think Celtics in five, but I want to say Celtics in four. And I just convinced myself. So this is going to sweep the series. And here's why. I, I think Boston's a significantly better team than Toronto. And I think the only reason why people are giving, you know, this as a toss-up type series is because they won the championship last year. Like, if they didn't win the championship championship last year, I don't think you you have anyone picking the Raptors, honestly. Because yeah, well, they, they, look, it's, they it's, look good in the bubble. That's but- part of it, but it's also what they were doing not only – Throughout the bubble, but before the bubble, they were the hottest team in the NBA. They've been the hottest team in the NBA since January. The only team they've lost to are the Celtics. The, the, all their losses in the bubble have come to the Celtics. Now, again, I, I'm, I would agree with that take if it wasn't for the fact that they were so hot heading in. No, they were so hot before the bubble and then kept that throughout the bubble. Like that's the reason what did, why. What did we say? I, I don't think it has anything to do with the champion. What did? Yeah, I do. I do. Because there's we, no Kawhi. There's no Kawhi. That's huge. If Kawhi Leonard's playing on this team, uh, it, it's a entirely different story. Yeah, so then why would he? Why would they get credit for that though? No, I mean, the thing is, they were starting to get noticed too because they felt like they were getting disrespected all season. And when the Celtics beat Toronto in the uh, seeding games, what did we say? Like, all right, let's not get too high on this on this win. Great win, but we forgot about the Christmas Day game. How yeah. they've dominated mm-hmm. the Raptors, and ha- yep. now here we are, Christmas Day game, the seeding game, and now these first two games. Like, I think they they figured out how to beat Toronto, and I'm not saying they're going to sweep them. That's not what I'm saying at all. But I feel like the Celtics should be heavy. So Zach, I'll, let me get your take on this. <laughs> One thing that we said right at the beginning of this series is, I think the thing that makes Toronto successful, why they've been successful in the bubble, is their line, their guard, their backcourt, right? Van Fleet and Kyle Lowry. Now both of them are yep. undersized. I think Boston's defending that extremely well. And I don't think that mm-hmm. they're like Boston plays small, but they're bigger than Toronto, if that makes sense. Cause well, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm sure Zach would agree with this too. Like Boston is unique in the sense that you, you can get caught up in a switch and it's, it's, it's not a big deal for, for someone like Marcus Smart to bang down low with Pascal Siakam. We saw that in game two. They got three guys that Jalen Brown had been doing a really good job throughout the first half. And then if he got caught in the switch, Marcus Smart was playing just as well. I mean, Zach, how much does this go on Marcus Smart? I mean, obviously those five three pointers went a long way, but let's face it. He wasn't shooting particularly well heading into the series. No, he wasn't. And, and in the night, I mean, yeah, he shot well. He was, but he was only around 50%. I think he was what, six for 11 or five for 11 on the night, which, right. I mean, that's a good night. No doubt about it. But I mean, all of his damage was done in about a five minute span. That's <laughs> um, <laughs> all you need, man. That's all you need. <laughs> but, but, but that's the thing, though. I mean, poor Boston. Yeah, but that's what he does, bro. Like, this is, you know, we exactly. saw that coming, right? I've been telling you. We saw that coming. I'm telling you. Exactly. Well, he, he's always been a, a streak shooter. You know, he's not, I, I've never considered him a great shooter right but when he gets hot he can't he can absolutely put some points on the board and that's exactly what you want out of marcus smart as long as he's not shooting you out of games he can absolutely be an asset and and in small spurts like that if he's giving you you know 15 18 at a time and in in a matter of one quarter you can't for at can't and and that offensive setup right now with the way that jason tatum is playing with kemba walker and what he can do 
and then also Jalen Brown and, and, and the, the contributions they've been getting from other guys. I mean, and, and Gordon Hayward's not even there. Yeah. Gordon Hayward's yeah. not even there. That's going to be one of my next questions. I was going to ask you, how are they doing this without Gordon Hayward? And I think I you sort well, of answered it. Marcus Smart has a big chunk of it, but also yeah. the starters stepping up. Kemba. Yeah. You Daniel know? Tice is playing good basketball, Daniel too. Tice He's not scoring a ton. He's rebounding. Right. Time, Time Lord. Out the bench. Has anyone, Time Lord. Has anyone had a bad <laughs> game? Has anyone played bad? The, that gets significant minutes on the Celtics in this series? No, no. no. I mean, no, been very good so far. They, I mean, that's that's as simple yeah. as you can put it, right? Yeah. I mean, even last game, Kemba but, played like shit, dog shit for the first three quarters, and then look, he's got the game winning shot. He's full for four in the fourth quarter, and he's Kemba again. Yeah. Like that's that's that said, that's why I'm also saying I don't think this this thing's done and dusted quite yet. Do I think Boston's going to take the series? Absolutely. But if you're telling me we're going to roll four straight games where everyone, literally everyone who steps on the court, is giving you good, solid basketball end to end, I don't know if I believe that. Yeah. So I, I think we do. We'll, we'll, we'll have a letdown at some point, but I do like Boston in the series, no doubt. So let's talk quickly about. Um, Siakam, because that's been a huge story of this series. This was, <laughs> yeah, why are you laughing? Because this was a guy. <laughs> He's a good player. Man. No, I think I, I'm, I'll save my, I'll save my conspiracy theory for later if you guys want me to. You're treating him like Tobias Harris right now. Honestly. No, no, because <laughs> he's bringing it up because you call him a top 10 player. I did. I, and that's what I mean. Like, and, and if you go back and, and I, I want to, uh, that's your boo boo. I know, right? Hold on. <laughs> based, based on what? Though? That's what I was Not my, out. not my boo boo because. <laughs> It's 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 the if you call him a top ten player, that calling him a star, and he's but and wait, that means no, hold on, that means that he's better than Jason Tatum, based on your okay. Right. I I I will guarantee this: everybody in our top twenty five list had Siakam ahead of Tatum when we made that list halfway through the year. Okay, okay, because Siakam was a lock NBA All Star starter for the Eastern Conference. He literally was an MVP candidate for the first quarter. Nearly halfway through the season until he got injured, yeah, right? So, so was Kemba. Right, but <laughs> sure, right? Mm-hmm. So Tatum obviously had this ascension afterwards, but what happened to Siakam? Siakam came back and played well, but since he's gone to the bubble, it's been like it's not Siakam. It's yeah. not this guy that, that literally was trending towards superstardom and trending towards being able to make up that gap for Kawhi. So – uh, Zach, what do, what do you see from Siakam? Like, do you do you think that he's going to be able to turn it around in the next, you know, in the next two games here to be able to give uh, Toronto a chance? Well, you got to hope offensively he gets going a little bit. I mean, I, I he's been really weak in this series so far, and I'm starting to wonder if there's a physical issue there, if maybe there is an injury, underlying injury, because he just doesn't look very engaged. No. I mean, there was a few times where he was going to the rim, and he just looked like he, not necessarily that he was in pain, but he looked like he didn't want to be there. So I'm, yeah. I'm wondering if there's something going on with him. I, I have a, I have a theory. Assume. I have a theory. I think he, uh, I think he wants to go home. Don't say that. No. <laughs> don't. All right, I won't say it, but I think <laughs> no, I, you got to say it. Allegedly, <laughs> allegedly, allegedly, this is total speculation. It's classic but Sean. He's playing like a guy that you know. How do I say this? Uh, is on drugs, bro. <laughs> Why is everybody gonna be on drugs? I'm <laughs> telling you, this dude, his eyes are fucking dilated. He looks like he's zoned out on the court. And if you're wondering, know. Zach, what what, he, what he's alluding to, uh, opioids. This one is opioids. I think uh, painkillers. This is you know, uh, 
his vice, one I, of one of Pascal Siakam's vices. I'm just looking for a justification. You don't lose. <laughs> you don't lose the fact that you could play basketball and like some of the shots he takes, like they're giving him the ball in the in the in the, in the paint with yes, a good defender on him and Jalen Brown or Jason Tatum or Marcus Smart, a good defender, but Siakam literally looks like he's. He's just like, oh, whoa, like, like twiddly do and throws it up and just chucks he, it off the back. He's always looked like yeah, that. I know, right? He's but they've like, gone in. No, but, like, <laughs> but listen, though, I think it's a combination. I think it's a combination of drugs and what? No, no, no drugs. No drugs. <laughs> that, that, that's just purely Sean Dutra's speculation yeah. here. But I'm going to say the Celtics are playing him well. All right. Yeah. That's number one. Number two, he's not ready or battle tested as the number one guy on this team right now. And I and I get that that's their that's their all star. I get that they want everything to go through him. Yeah, but he's in, not the, ready in the for playoffs, it. he's not ready for it yet. He's got to be balanced. As the last season, he was the number two, number three guy. I, you know, true. All right, Joel, ask Zach a question now. All right, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we know you guys suck. <laughs> hey, Zach, Zach, Zach can hang with us all night, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have Jeez, to... with Bob Ryan, you guys are freaking chopping at the bit. We got Zach Pelican here. Nah, got no damn question. Zach's part of the yeah, Zach's no. part of the Causeway Street crew, bro. You know? <laughs> He knows he can call us a pussy, and we'll be okay with it. Bob Ryan does that. I got throwing hands, kid. <laughs> let me ask you. Let me ask you about uh, Nick Nurse. Do you do you believe in Nick Nurse? I know he's coach of the year. Yada yada yada. He won his first year as a coach. We all know that has a lot to do with Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> That's fucked up. So Drew do goes, you think him Drew goes yada yada yada? Yeah, but, <laughs> I think he's a fraud. My question is. My question is to you, Zach. Nah, you know, when you start complaining about the refs in game two. Is it, are you, are you done mentally as a coach? Yeah, that's a, that's a fraud move. Yeah. Uh, not necessarily. I mean, we, we, we see, uh, head coaches across the NBA all the time trying to play the refs. You know, we, that, that's not an uncommon thing. We've seen that. I mean, who was it? Fred Hoiberg? Um, you know, he, he, he tried that. Yo, that's right. He yeah. did. <laughs> no, it's impossible for us to do anything when you got Isaiah Thomas. You know, carrying the ball every time he every time he dribbles, like it's just ridiculous. <laughs> well, you know, Joseph in the crowd, give me a mic, trip. give me a mic, give me a mic. Uh, Joseph Pavone, Causey Street blog. Fred, did you see uh, Isaiah carry the ball at all in this game? No. <laughs> so they do. So yeah, but, do, but I just, I, I just know. think when you don't have a, a full fledged superstar out there, you, you can't pull that card, you know? Yeah. If you have Kawhi Leonard out there, oh yeah, you could sing that all day. Or heck, if, if, if Jason Tatum gets fouled three consecutive times in the last three minutes, okay, you could pull that card. But you never got that sense that he was going off in the free throw line until the broadcast told you, right? I mean, I never got yeah, the sense exactly. of like, damn, man, Jason Tatum, they can't stop him today. I mean, I got that sense, but I didn't get that sense of, oh, he keeps going to the free throw line like crazy. Tonight. Right. It was, right. It was the free throw line that he did it at. No. Yeah. But I understand if there was like a really discrepancy in the free throws. And that's nothing. And it's not like the Celtics went, got the what? Celtics five to, more free throws. Yeah. The they Raptors. went to the line 25 times and the, and the Raptors went 20 times. So really that right. that's, you're going to, you're going to pull that card this early in the series. That's all. That's all yeah. I'm trying to, I'm trying to like talk about here when it comes to. Mentally, just like fuck, like what am I supposed to do here? Like, how am I supposed to get these guys? How am I supposed to get these guys? You know, uh, amped up for for game three when we're down 0-2. Right. Same thing that happened Agreed. a year ago. Right. So Agreed. That- and I, I think another aspect of it that's going to be really tough for Nick Nurse is that you know what? I appreciate you're trying to get a few calls. You're trying to balance things out, you know, in your own mind. But brother, you you don't have any home court advantage. You're not going back to mm. Toronto at any time. You don't have if that this, pressure on the rest. If, yeah, yeah. If the it series was going to flip. And put him on 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 Toronto's floor, 
okay, well, maybe maybe now they will balance things out. You've got the crowd that's going to make a little bit of a difference. He doesn't have that. So it's going to be really, really tough for that to even make a difference. I think the rest are just going to look at it and say, get your boards to play better because otherwise we don't care. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you even got other players too. Like, I mean, Lowry always did that. He always, he's always talking to the refs. Yeah. He's always trying to sweet talk to refs. But you got, you know, OG doing it. You got Siakam doing it. Fucking Marcus All. It's like, come on. Like, how many times does any player from the Raptors have to talk to the refs? But then at the Celtics, yeah. you know, Jason Tatum just turned around going, ah, shucks. He gets teed up. So mm. you, I don't yeah. know. I don't think that's, you can't say that the refs are, are biased in this series. Yeah, no, I think I think honestly the difference in free throws is because Siakam isn't going up strong with anything. He's sort of like backing away from contact. Well, the the two times that he does do do it, it's like in a double team. Yeah, and, and it's, like, it's like whoa, what freaking Robert Williams punched the shot away, and I'm like, yep. did you not see him just standing there? <laughs> it's like you went right into the double <laughs> team so much right and you went straight up, and then you you just want to foul. No, it doesn't work like that. Uh, but I, I I am I I do think that uh, the only reason why it was like it was talked about that Tatum got to the line so many times is because he went perfect from the line. Yeah. Like, if he went 9 for 12, it's different. It's like, uh, Jason Tatum should be getting 12 free throws a game. He goes to the, right. he goes to the, which hoop. he never does. It's he rarely, never gets a it's call. It's rarely that he gets in double figures and, and free throws. But yeah. he's, he should. He go, drives to the hole enough. Yeah. That's, that's been my, that's been my biggest thing about him all season long. So when something like that happens, you know, and I don't know, lots of the fans didn't, didn't agree with this, but. I, I think he deserved a tech. Like, you can't just be throwing your foot in your arms like that. I and, mean, and, and Tatum, Tatum complains every single night. And I just, I, I don't like that. I, I know that that's sort of like the superstar, like, thing. That's what you do when you've made it, quote unquote. But I mean, Tatum has agreed with it. I think it's better to have it happen organically. And then you, be, you sort of become that guy. And then it's like, oh shit. All right. Yeah. The ref will start second, second guessing himself thinking, yeah, this guy does get the free throw line a lot. Maybe I need to, you know, start keeping an eye on this. Like that's how it happens organically. You don't force the issue the way Tatum's been doing it Paul with the ref. Same thing. Paul did the same thing back when he was young. Yeah, Paul because cares. his team sucked. Okay, <laughs> Tatum was never on a shitty team, and he wasn't. He wasn't. Uh, he's just now the so best player okay for Paul to do it. No, Tatum can't do it. No, shut up. That's it. No, this is that. That's like saying, "Oh, come on, Devin Booker, stop complaining about calls." Yo, he's Devin Booker. He plays for the Suns, bro. He's gonna complain all the freak he wants. My point is, he's. This is the first time he's arguably the best player on a very contending team. Mm-hmm. And you so, you still have to pay your dues. You just became an all-star. You're just now the top player on this team. Like, pump the brakes a bit. Okay. It's year three. I think, I think it's working to his advantage. Yeah, I but don't you don't, he, you don't do yourself any favors when you're, you're spazzing out on the referee when it's 30 seconds left in a close game. But that, that technical, that technical wasn't deserved, but he needs to be more composed. I'll believe. I, I, like, the fact that he didn't even look at the ref and, like, you don't know why he's pumping his fist. Like, he could be pumping his fist because he was pissed about something. Like, I don't know. I think the ref with that, if that call doesn't happen in a full arena. Okay. I mean, I don't know. Maybe. Then, then technically, they'd be, they'd be in Toronto. Well, no. You could say the same thing about what we saw at the end of Wednesday night between the, mm-hmm. the Bucks and the Heat. I mean, you got back-to-back controversial calls with not even a second on the game clock. Yep. But back to our guest, Zach. Zach, I apologize. <laughs> Prediction hey, no time. Worries, no it sounds like you know where this series is going to go, but give, t- give us a prediction beyond that. Where, where do you see this? How, how do you see the Eastern Conference Finals uh, playing itself out? And uh, give me a Western Conference Finals matchup prediction out west. 
Well, yeah, I, I really do like Boston for the rest of the series. I think, you know, like I said, I don't think it's over. I don't think we're going to see, I don't think we're going to see a sweep, but, um, you know, I, I do think Boston's got a strong edge. I mean, 2-0 to start it. Obviously, that's not like they're coming back home to Boston to be able to close it out or have a shot at closing it out. But <laughs> I know, otherwise I everyone would be like, this thing's done. It's a sweep. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, that's the way I'd be feeling if that if that was the case. Yes, we'd be talking about this thing being over. But um, no, I do, I do like them to finish this thing off at some point, and I, I would say in the next next three games. Yeah, you know, I, I don't see Toronto squeezing out any more than one, maybe pushing it to six, but even that might be giving them a little bit. Um, on the other side of the bracket, I mean Miami, Miami, mm-hmm. <laughs> Miami. Yep. I hear that. I. I, yeah, I don't know. I, and, and, and even if Milwaukee at this oh, yeah. point turns it on, I don't like that team. I haven't liked that team all year. You know, they've got they've got the, the horse. They've got Giannis. That's their one guy that I think is, is the most – one of the most difficult matchup um, situations for any team in the NBA. But after that, I mean – That horse needs some help. Uh, Chris, right. Chris Middleton, I mean, I, well, <laughs> That's right. we, we do know he turns into, uh, turns into Superman against Boston, but – at the end of the day, I think um, I think Boston's in really, really good shape looking forward, yeah. and they've they've really impressed me. I mean, the last six games that they've played, I mean, they absolutely handled Philly, and they've already picked up, and they're doing the same thing against Toronto. And we've still only seen Gordon Hayward on the court for one game. Yeah, man, call me crazy. I think the Heat are a tougher matchup for the Celtics than the than the Bucks are. I really do. Well, I think it's they're they're playing better right now. Like I think on well, yeah, it's easy to say that, but just their their the way they can stretch the floor with the outside shooters and you know when 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 guys are getting going like bam out of it like that's it's just a matchup nightmare I think for the Celtics. I think the Celtics match up actually better to the Heat. I think they match up better to the really? Heat matchup wise, right? But I think they can they can be either one of those teams with the way if they're playing. Oh well, yeah, no, no, I right? get but, you. I, but I, I think, think the on, tougher ones because of the their 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 their, their, their wing play. See, I just feel wing like defense. And I just feel like outside touch and bam, out set up like that though. They're almost like a, a pretty similar team. Like the the fact that everyone on the team can shoot, well, except Jimmy Butler, but everyone can shoot threes. Like you got a big man in Bam. You know, we got a big man in Tice. Like I don't know, Tyson Williams. Like I just think that they're set up. To battle against each other, like I think, uh, I think that matchup will be, I think, gearing towards the Celtics a little bit. I agree with Zach, though. I know we could talk about the fact that Milwaukee's not built that well because they're not, but like Giannis has sort of looked like a shell of himself. The last five minutes of that game, Giannis had a dunk, and that was it—a putback dunk. And then he didn't. I mean, why is um, Middleton took the last shot, right? Uh, before that, Brooke Lopez took a three. Like, it's just like, yo, you have the MVP and he's not going in crunch time and, and making shots or taking shots or, or even defending shots or, and missing, <laughs> and missing two free throws in the crunch and crunch time. Yeah. He missed both of those free throws in crunch time. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I just, uh, the, and, and then t- on, on top of the fact that he had that little pouty, Defensive Player of the Year mm. uh, press conference. Some I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I believe him. Zach, out west. Yeah, what you got, got out west? Holy! I the only team that I've gotten any confidence in the Western right now is the Lakers. Outside of that, really, it, al- it almost doesn't even matter. It almost doesn't even matter. I did not. It went to seven with um, with with Denver and Utah, which was a great series, great series. But at the end of the day, 
I don't know if I liked either of those teams to really do much. Mm-hmm. And now you're looking at uh, Houston and Oklahoma City wrapping up in Game 7. I don't love either of those teams right now. In theory, Houston should have knocked them off early. And OKC's been here all along. They're still battling to stay into this series. So we'll, we'll see where that one ends up. And then you've got the LA Clippers who were unconvincing in their first round matchup for the most part. Yeah, they struggled. So, I mean, <laughs> when it's all said and done, the only team that I think really showed up in four of their five games anyway were the Lakers. And I think with a determined LeBron James, I mean, if I had to make a call right now today and say, you know, bet your life on who's coming out of the West, it's it's Lakers all day long. Mm. Well, let me ask you this, though. You, you, you talk about the Lakers in, in Portland and – Dame being injured. So do you really, how much stock can you really put in that series? And how much stock can you really put in the fact that the Lakers don't have shooters? It just can't be depending on, on, uh, Anthony Davis, especially if the game is close down the stretch to be popping threes from the key, from the top of the key and, and, and not go inside. And, and let's, re- let's not forget too, AD's never been past the second round in his career. Well, he'll be getting past the second round this year. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I do think um, I do think that something is what jo- Joel's saying though, because like if they went up against the Mavericks, do we see the same result? Or a healthy, you know, Blazer team? Probably. There's just, there's just too much firepower. I mean, you've got two of the probably top three or four talents in the NBA okay, on the same roster. Yes. Yeah, Was that after that? You need shooters. You know that. Yeah, but you know they're going to get the occasional shooting performance out of you know whomever it is sitting in the corner. They're like they're going to get a few guys to knock a few down. But the end of the day, you've got two MVP caliber players between Davis and uh, and LeBron, and I think that's going to be tough to match up against for anyone. Exactly. You know, matchup nightmares. And you know, yeah, they might not have as much shooting as some of the other teams that are that are still in it. But that team just. Um, you know, those two players are just unbelievable. You sound like Sean when he was trying to defend the, the Mavericks upsetting the Clippers uh, a couple of weeks ago. You're not convincing me at all there. You're like, oh, they got Porzingis and they got uh, Luca, and then uh, whoever's open in the corner, you know, just all they needed throw was, it. All Yo, that, that was almost enough. All they needed was Porzingis <laughs> was to stay enough. healthy and not get teed out. They would have won that series. <laughs> they almost pulled that shit off. All right, Zach, we'll check you next time. Zach Pelican, let them know where, you, where they can find you on Twitter. Uh... Good question. Where am I at Twitter nowadays? At Do they have Twitter in Pittsburgh? Radio? At Twitter, yeah. yeah just, just, just toss a name in there. You'll, you'll, you'll find me. Now, at OTW Sports Radio. Yeah, give it a shout. Twitter.com. <laughs> do you see uh, complete completely unrelated question, but uh, do you see uh, a lot of, uh, what, are the people, what are they called in Pennsylvania? Um, oh, the Amish. Do you, have, do you see Amish people just chilling? So many. Oh, so many. Man. I do. I do a lot of work in the central part of the state. And they're all in their horse and buggy and everything. It is. It's. Uh, it makes for interesting driving. Yo, that's <laughs> wild, man. You ever just like roll down your window and just take a picture? Like, can of I get some butter? Can I get some butter? Can I get some butter? <laughs> yeah, I can turn some you real quick. Hold on, give me a second. <laughs> the first time I saw it was it was on the road. It was I was near Milwaukee, and I was like, whoa! I just couldn't stop staring at this family, man. Damn, like my parents took us to Amish country as like a vacation. Like we went to like. <laughs> We went to like Hershey Park and then my mom like wanted to go to Amish country. <laughs> we went on this horse and buggy ride and this dude was a fucking asshole. Oh yeah. He was like, you better That's shut up back there. We're on the horse. They're over here. And I, and I was like, mom, she's just like, can't just calm. Just, 
do what he says. And Sean, okay? put put your phone away. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> like like honestly, I I have a I have this weird thing about Amish people after that, man. Oh yeah. Like I just They're... see him and I'm just like, yo, fuck these dudes, bro. No, I was I was completely other way, bro. I was intrigued. I was like studying them. I was intrigued, and then the, the guy the was natural the guy habitat. was treating me like like a like a piece of shit because I don't I fucking watch TV. <laughs> I told you, bro. Put your phone. Away. <laughs> you know, because I got a car. Because I got a car. Is like, that, it, was yeah. Little, is this little Dutra? Or? This was like twelve-year-old Dutra. Ah, okay. He's so like, this is seventeen-year-old Dutra. He, was, he, had, he, had, he had those uh, those disposable cameras. Just kept hearing the click. Yeah. It's like, God damn it! Every time you take a picture of me, I'm, I go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Zach. We'll talk to you soon, bro. <laughs> All right, talk to you later, guys. Later. <laughs> yeah, you know what also is funny about Jesus. the Amish? Those fucking shows that came out about, like, oh, badass Amish yeah. kids. Yeah, what was like, that? Rebelling. AMC or something? Yeah, whatever. Amish Yo, con- uh, or something. Uh, I thought that whole, uh, what is it? Uh, Potsnick, Popsnick, there's something that they have every year where, like, teenagers go wild and, like, drink. I saw it in a movie and I thought it was a joke. Mm. And then in that show, they, were, real. they talked about yeah. it. Yeah. It's when... uh like teenagers to go out and they'd be promiscuous for that one time, and that's when everyone you know, gets pregnant. It's unspoken, exactly. It's like unspoken, like evil things yeah. <laughs> happen for one night. Well, <laughs> yeah, no, I just the I, rest of the the other three hundred and sixty four days, <laughs> you got to be, you know, who you are. Got to be on your p's and q's. Right? No, I just like I couldn't imagine like not believing in modern medicine. Like yeah, or or just or just anything modern to be Yeah, I mean at the bare minimum, the medicine, bro. Yeah, like you know, I get it if you don't want to watch fucking TV, fine. But if you're not gonna, you know, <laughs> so could you take this Tylenol though? They're like, no, <laughs> Tylenol. No, because you gotta. You need to it. feel your pain. No, they, <laughs> they try. They 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 live life as they've always lived. So it's like before, like medicine, quote unquote. No, don't yeah, fucking try to sell me. On I'm, this like, shit. I'm not trying yeah, to but sell it's you. Like, I'm just trying to like you know. Yeah, but it's like, it's like what Sean's trying to say is get with the times, man. It's like well, then then they wouldn't be Amish. <laughs> they, yeah, that, honestly, that's that's the thing is they think they're better than everybody, and and <laughs> they don't need to get with the times because we're all fucking Amish. The yeah. fuck that I do. Yo, yo, if, if no you guys open this camera arms. No, if someone if no one said anything to Sean, a twelve year old Sean, he'd be like, no nah, man, they're, they're cool peeps. Yeah, no, this dude was just like that one dude ruined it. For no, he was he was just like, hey hey, not all Amish people are bad. Okay. But if you're the oh, fucking geez. tourist okay. Amish guy, all Amish guy. people matter, okay? All right, <laughs> let's switch gears. If you're the, but if let's you're take the, our let's take what? our I'll, weekly I'll trip around I'll the digress. NBA, which was in case you missed it. Oh. Well, what we missed? In case you missed it. 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 Mm. Clippers forward and old friend Marcus Morris, senior, was fined thirty five thousand dollars for his game six flagrant foul two on Luka Doncic. I didn't like that. Bullshit. Yeah. I didn't like it. What? The the foul or the yeah, fine? The foul. The foul was dirty as hell. Yeah. Well, Come on, Marcus. League, Come on. You're better than that. The league also fined uh, Dantich 15 grand for throwing the ball the legs of Game 6 official in the third quarter. So, Billy Kennedy didn't appreciate that. Should have thrown him at his, at his face, bro. They yo, didn't protect him at yo, all that too. Billy Kennedy's had a couple of knee surgeries, man. It's tough. Do you know that for a fact? No. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) The NBA statement cited that Morris is, quote, recklessly striking Dante above the shoulders as a reason for the fine. So, (laughs) to try to take his damn head off, you. No, seriously. He was like, yo, this is my job. I'm going to bully this kid and I'm going to do it until the series is over. Yep. 
And never mind the fact that he better do that same shit against LeBron James. I want to see that. Let's oh, he go. wants that. He wants all that smoke. He's all about that energy. I'm just he saying. Loves the smoke. Like if he if he's <laughs> well if he's gonna be about if he's gonna do that to Luka, who's a, you know a little bit smaller than him, like you know, and there's a younger rook second Yo, year. Remember 2018? A lot of those matchups that was Marcus Morris guarding him. Yeah, I think uh, I I hope he I hope that that matchup happens and we see him uh just bully ball fucking and i i i honestly i think it looked like old school like hey this dude's not going to beat us so uh, we'll just we'll just beat him up until till it's over right like that's that's just how we're going to do it well speaking of fines the nba announced that uh Marcus Smart has been fined 5 grand for uh flopping I heard that Marcus Smart Jesus. actually fined the NBA back. Oh, did he? Yeah. No, no shit. Yeah, he said, I didn't fucking flop. <laughs> Ten grand to you. <laughs> I counter that. <laughs> and I double. I raise you another five grand. Yeah. Yeah, do you know this dude's total is well over $200,000? Yeah. Hey, you know what? He makes winning plays, bro. That's all that needs to happen. No, but how about, and again, it doesn't matter, but the, the last two-minute report came out and they were like, oh, everything was clean. What about Lowry fucking flopping right at the end of that game? The last two free throws that they that, they that they uh they got within one that was a flop. Flippity. It was a major flop. It was a flippity, yeah. <laughs> it, was a flippity. <laughs> it was a flippity. I I I'm with you on that. <laughs> and then yeah. then no this dude this dude thinks like all of a sudden he's like but he always flops way more than Marcus. He's just does. the offense. He thinks he's like the the offensive foul champion of the world, bro. Yeah, that's, that's true. Noise the shit out of me. Really? Marcus Smart is the offensive foul champion of the world, okay? You tell him. Jesus. You do it once in an all-star game, you think you're fucking gang shit, you know? <laughs> he's like, I take my craft serious. I do it in an all-star game. It's like, what? Mar- Marcus is like, someday I'm going to take five in an all-star game. Marcus Smart ever going to make an all-star team? Yeah, I think so. Oh, I think so. Yeah. It's, it's, not a, it's not like out of like the craziest things. Yeah. I'm so shocked. That you guys said yes to that. Well, the reason I say that is because I'm I'm envisioning the Celtics team being a number one seed, and we've had this conversation before when we Three talk or about four people make it exactly. Yeah. He'll he'll be one of the guys. He's like he's almost trending towards like the backcourt version of what Draymond Green meant to that Warriors team. Mm. Well, do we, we remember uh, when Avery Bradley was trending that way, and he got traded? Yeah, I remember that show. (laughs) Before that, I'm saying that became a great shooter. He got got consideration. Yeah, yeah. Considered one of the least top two way players. And then we we talked like, "Yo, can Avery make a make an all star team?" I was like, "Yeah, I think so." But obviously, things happen. But Smart still defends the way he defends in the next couple years. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I still think so. Yeah, I think it's always, it's always about. It's a chance. If they didn't win a championship, I think. Exactly. And it's, it's, it's also like, cause, cause now your play holds way more weight, right? Right. Like, like Draymond Green's defensive, you know, prowess. He's a Hall of Famer, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) Whatever. You guys know what I'm saying. What's the next thing that fuck? I got you. I got you. I got you. (laughs) You get established, especially on this stage. Like, like, let's face it. What, what he did, what, whatever, round two or not, you perform big on a national stage like that. You're, you know, all that matters in the end, in the long run. When people, when it's time to vote, people yeah. say, "Man, this guy's been a problem for a while." Well, that's, that's definitely, thing, that's definitely balling about, right now. That's the thing about first two games. The NBA, man, it's becoming more and more evident every single day. You always get reminded in the playoffs. It's the only thing that matters is how you perform in the playoffs. It's true. Like your legacy does not matter unless you perform in the playoffs. That's why Giannis. Taking such a big hit right now. That's why LeBron took such a big hit for so many years. Mm-hmm. 
It's like, yo, if it's you, just like why Kelly Olenek made fifty million dollars, man. Exactly. <laughs> I'm serious because he dropped twenty eight points. He led led his team in scoring in Game Seven. Yep. He freaking pushed his team to the Eastern Conference Finals. And um, I'm telling you, man, if if Marcus can, which Marcus has done this on a big stage before, but he's never done both. He's never done offense, know, defense, offense and defense. Yeah. It's always been defensive plays and. You know, twenty five percent shooting, but now, hey, if he can shoot, well, I mean, the in the, in the first series against um, the seventy sixers, it was all about physical, right? The physicality. He had to defend multiple positions, which he always does, regardless. But this time around, he can actually roam, and he can hit. And if he hits that open that open shot, then it's like, oh shit! Now we got now we got to worry about Smart making fucking mm-hmm. three pointers. Yeah, I mean, he only scored thirty four points in on all four games in the first series. He's got forty right now. Well, first, that's the thing about the Smart though, combined. because of the way this thing is set up now. When you're looking at the way the the um the Raptors are going to attack the Celtics defensively, someone's going to get open looks. Yeah, he's got to make them, and it's going to be Smart. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and and even when he was when he started to make them, and then when they started to guard him and run out there to 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 get him. Yep. He still had enough time to get that shot off because of it took two or three more passes before it ended in his hands. Like the Celtics have been so good on defense, and I think that was so important heading into the series. And they've just been like, I really, I don't really have much many complaints about that end, and I don't have much complaints about the offensive end because I always know the Celtics can put up points. But when you have someone like Marcus Smart doing that, and you have potentially. I don't know what three closers, I guess, and and Jalen and Kemba and Kemba can go oh for twelve for three quarters and still carry you in the fourth quarter. And Jason Tatum is ascending to you know MVP level. How are the Raptors like? What sort of strategy do you put together to to compete with that? And and on top of that too, talking to you, Nick Nurse, they still play <laughs> unselfish basketball. Yeah, man, that's the best part about it. It's that's like true. That extra pass. nobody, nobody like Tatum. Like sometimes you look at it and Tatum's on it, but then he won't. Shoot the ball for like five, six minutes. Right. Yeah. That doesn't happen on any other team with a superstar. Like, Brad, they're still buying into Brad Stevens' system, and it's just sort of they're growing into it, and like yeah. they're seeing it works. And doesn't matter who's the man that night, as long as they win and they make that extra pass, man. It's 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 excellent to see. Definitely, definitely. I fucking love it. Now, in case you missed it, uh, the Blazers' uh, Trevor Ariza has denied allegation that he abused his twelve-year-old son. All right, listen to this. Wait, what? Yeah, listen to this. Remember, remember, we we spoke about this. Off no, air. yeah, I remember. Okay, why he didn't come to the bubble? Why did he go to the bubble? Exactly. Right. Okay. Uh, a Los Angeles judge has issued a temporary restraining order, keeping uh, Ariza away from his twelve-year-old son after the boy's mother allegedly alleged that Ariza had physically abused him. Uh, obviously, he Ariza strongly denies this, saying that the boy's mother, who is his former girlfriend, had engaged in a long campaign to hurt his relationship with his son to Sounds take like away it. his uh, visitation rights. Uh, this is according to uh, court papers. Ariza's baby mama, uh, for name is Lana Allen. She uh, in the in the uh, in the document said he that Ariza punched his son in the arm and the shoulder and put him in a chokehold on July 25th during a month long visit at Ariza's Los Angeles home. So can't get out of that. It's tough. Chokehold can't get out of that. <laughs> I thought you were going to say can't get out of that. Like. Nah, chokehold, bro. That, that's just so to a twelve-year-old. They're not. They're talking about like the allegation. Like you can't get out of that. Like you. That's what I thought you were saying. Oh no, no, no. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to doesn't laugh. It, doesn't it? Like yo, you like you like your reason's fucked. You can't get out of that. Oh no, I was talking about the actual. Yeah, doesn't yeah. it sound like he's just sort of horsing around with his kid? Like, uh, I mean, honestly, as soon as you said it, the whole punches punches to the to the shoulder, I was thinking of dad. Like dad, we used to pretend. Oh, Mom, we used yeah, to like fake box. Yeah, he used to like hit us with like yeah. kidneys, but not like. So that. then that's why when you said the chokehold, I was just like, oh, that's tough. Uh. <laughs> 
dad never did me like that. <laughs> That's a- tap out. Yeah, tap, out. Tap, tap out. Tap <laughs> out. Okay, like- 12 years old. <laughs> Oh, this is not going to jump out, but whatever. I don't know. Uh, put him in a sharpshooter. <laughs> Tap out. Tap out. Next is tomorrow, figure four leg lock. Figure out how to get out of that one. Trevor's like, your honor, you've never done this? Come on, bro. You don't have a teenage son? Yeah, man, that, yeah. that's tough. Like, you know, no, for, those, for those who don't know, like, the backstory, like, that's no, the reason man. why he didn't go to the bubble. She's, because... been, she's been fucking with him since the beginning. Yeah, man. yeah. He's been, he's been, like, in this couple of years of a battle of getting custody of his son, number one. Never mind just like visiting or having visitation rights. So, damn. What do you do if you're him? Yeah. So, his his, his, his baby mama literally was like, oh, if you go to the bubble, that means you're going to miss like all your visitation, all your weekends with him. And I can go to the judge and and say that you don't give a shit. Tough. For those who don't know. So, yeah. Well, in case you missed it, Gordon Hayward is close to coming back to the bubble. Just to leave again? Well. No, this is my speculation. I think she's in labor. If she's not in labor, they, she's planned to, her birth is planned this week. Yeah. And I think he's going to make his way back. I think that's what this is all about. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, so they're inducing? No, no. No, <laughs> no. Don't get that out there. Robin, oh, Robin's not going to like Robin, that. Don't they're inducing. No. The last Robin thing I need is Robin to uh, cite the Causey Street podcast as yeah. <laughs> spewing lies. No, that's not what I'm saying. Okay. Sounds, sounds like an induced pregnancy. <laughs> no, no. From the beginning, they said that the beginning of September was her due date. Now, I don't know if. It's going to fall on her due date, but you know how it is. Yeah, Sean, Sean, you didn't, it doesn't work like yeah, that. Yeah. Tell your story. It's, the, it's not like they show in the, like, right, we, we they show in movies and TV, yeah. you know? We had heard it was yeah, going to no. be like around like September 10th, right? So it could be before, it could be after, yeah. it could be weeks after. And plus they're rich. You know how rich folks do it. Ah, well, only book this one, sweetie. Yeah. And yeah. 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 Yeah, you know, you know, Sean, since you're rich, you know, explain that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> I mean, look I at just... this fucking place. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> like Causeway Street Studios. Immaculate. Yeah, golden toilets. You see the new golden toilet I put upstairs? No, you changed it from platinum? Mm-hmm. That was an oh, awful investment. You should have platinum, bro. Bad investment. Uh, nah, I... Gold's yeah, down, bro. <laughs> Gold will never go down. Nah, Brad Stevens said, uh, I'm serious, no. Brad Stevens said, uh, <laughs> that yeah, he's close to coming back to join the, to, you know, rejoin the bubble, but people listen to like, yo, is he fucking coming know, back? Right? So it doesn't mean that he's actually, you know, close to playing because the grade three sprained ankle. Yeah, his ankle's still fucked. You know, it's more than a month. I, I, I hit up, uh, Dr. Fauci about this and he said, it was at least six weeks. <laughs> no, you didn't. You know what I mean? Six weeks. <laughs> they, they're pushing it for four. And even Brad was like, if Yo. Fauci responded to that shit, yeah. <laughs> fuck him for answering, for wasting time on that question. So four, four weeks would put him in like September 16th, right? Uh, yeah. Joel. Exactly. <laughs> you know, the world. You know, you know, you know, he's an athlete, right? <laughs> the world is dying right now. <laughs> You want to know about? No, but Trump you told me that... my opinion about Gordon Hayward's ankle. <laughs> no, Trump told me it's fake news, Fauci. What you talking about, man? Come on, come on. Let's be serious. Be real with me on this one. He's like, Joel, yeah. I've changed my numbers twelve times this week. <laughs> All right, I don't know yeah. how you keep getting my numbers, yeah, yeah. but however you're doing it, stop calling yeah. me. Not that we think that this Raptor series is going to go to seven games, but nah, it's going it, four, motherfuckers. But if it does, <laughs> six. Game seven would be scheduled for September 11th, so he still would have to quarantine four days whenever he decides to come back. So, yo, we'll see you in the finals, kid. Don't worry All about right. it. Yeah, Don't worry about it. Okay, the Celtics, their biggest uh, hurdle in the East, they're looking at them right now. And they're two wins away from beating them. So, the way I see it, rest up, do what you got to do, spend time with the kids. Come October, or they, they pushed it back, right? It was Originally, it was October 3rd. I think they pushed back the the 
quote unquote always NBA finals start day. Yes, we don't even know. Like this thing, <laughs> like if like if these series finish early, they can just start the next series. Well, much. no, I'm thinking the other way. Like because the NBA always there's, there's always a, a week. It's always like a ten day window. Oh, I got you. I got you. So then that those ten days are money. Like for for yeah. Gordon Hayward. I mean, let's face it. Gordon Hayward's not going to go out there and start playing 25 minutes a game. Yeah. But if you got a a 12 to 15 minute Gordon Hayward in the NBA finals with all that momentum. That's huge. Yeah, man. I mean, that, that's the, all he would get, even if he's healthy. I think at this point, I mean, right? You're Fifteen minutes per rolling without him. Yeah. There's no anchor like, that anchor that second unit. Like that would be perfect. That would sort of solidify those issues I was telling you guys about. That I'm still concerned when you come to the Celtics' defense. I mean, the Celtics' particular matchups against teams that can really shoot the three and can get going. You know, uh, pick and pop guys. Well, well, let me ask you this, guys. Gordon can can help that. Because Sean asked, even though I did kind of mention the four-week period would be September 16th for Hayward to return, and then he still had to quarantine four days. Can the Celtics survive without him, whether it's the Bucks or whether it's the Heat, like long-term? Because I think either one of those teams, we're not talking about four or five games here. Yeah, I agree. I, I and I do think that they can do it. They yeah. can do it. Yeah, without him, yep. without him. Okay, yeah. all right. Cool. I think it'll be a nice. This is the scariest boost. team for the Celtics. I'm telling you, the Raptors. Right, I know that's cool. I think it'll be a nice little boost if he comes back. Yeah. To have like oh like maybe you just lost game three and now it's a two one series yeah. and now oh Gordon Hayward's back. Word yeah. like yeah, we yeah, got yeah. hit like that'll be a nice okay. little boost. All right. I mean, there's no other NBA team that's gonna have that type of potential. You know. Weapon, weapon, come that they don't have right now. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You know what I mean. So I think, but I, I honestly like the way. And I've been, I said this as a like, much like, like, bigger like, scale last year. We know how you feel about him, but go ahead. Yeah, I said it on a much larger scale last year. It's just sometimes, you know, with all of those wings, you need sauce. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you need sauce. <laughs> No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wait a minute. What did I just say? He's thing? like, wait, is that a saying? Or? <laughs> you know what? I like Did people that thing, say though. that? And then no, after think... two seconds, you were like, wait, no, Joel is just making this no, up. No, I actually really like that. I think the Celtics' the problem is that, you know, when Hayward's in the lineup, they got too many wings, not enough sauce, man. There you go. Joel, you just cracked the code, bro. <laughs> That's too much sauce. That's too, no, not enough sauce. <laughs> not enough sauce. Okay, I'm sorry. My bad. That's too much things. Right. No, but you know, I think like now you're seeing <laughs> you're seeing Kemba being forced into the role he's in right now because he has to, right? I'd rather have. I don't know. Uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. I think it'll be a good boost, I mean, think, but I think rolling without him. Obviously, you don't. You know, if it ain't broke, don't try to fix it. But I mean, it's like what what, what Zach said. Like, can we just assume that every single game they're going to be rolling like this? Yes. Okay. Right. Also, I, yes. I think it's a uh, it's a good luxury for the Celtics to have. You want to catch that L though? When tonight, motherfucker? At at the Garden, kid? No, <laughs> <laughs> no way. There's no way they come back from Toronto to the Garden and fucking lose, bro. <laughs> when they drop that, when they drop that, uh, shipping up to Boston, kid. You think they're gonna fucking lose after that? You think when <laughs> you think when Marcus Smart is on the screen, bro, and screams. You don't understand, bro. This isn't the HP Fieldhouse Kissimmee, all right? <laughs> What's the hell that shit called? It's like there's like three different ones. Yeah, there's three of them, but that's the know what. Kissimmee. I, just love, I, just, I just love when they come back from a commercial all the time. It's like, yeah, we're here in Orlando. Yeah, motherfucker, we know we that. We know. We've been there for almost two months now. Jesus. Yeah. 
No, I do. I do. It throws me off every time they show like the the fucking like to start the game. Like I talked about the Fonzie statue today. They show the stuff of yeah. like the home city that they have B roll footage of already. Yeah. Like next time, ESPN's gonna show the Zakem fucking yeah. next time. Oh yeah, it's home court. Break. That's right. They'd be like, yeah. It's like wow, Orlando has everything. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, that's uh that's no. gonna do it for this edition. Right. Of, uh, in case you missed it. Oh. I just wanna, I just wanna be very firm about this. Okay, go ahead. Celtics are fucking sweeping the Raptors. All right, all right. And then I had them in the beginning, you know, winning in six. I wouldn't be shocked if it's a sweep, and I wouldn't be shocked if they won in five. So it is what it is. Then nah, bro. Celtics in six. So, in what world do the Raptors beat the Celtics in two games? They're gonna switch off. Raptors three. You got no faith. Celtics I'm more, four. I'm more prone, yeah, I'm more prone to believe that than than like the Raptors win the next two. I honestly don't think they're gonna win the next two. They could win the next. They couldn't. They could lose the next one and they're you know down three. Oh, and then they win the next one and then it's like oh they still got a shot and then they could. That's it. The Celtics could just wrap it up. Man. Yeah. I don't know. I just don't. No, I, just, I, I hear but Jackson they, Park is a bitch to play at. But don't get me wrong. If they if, if they, they drop if they force a game five back in Toronto. Then we could talk. Don't get me wrong, though. If something. they if they drop game three, though, this thing's done because a three zero hole in the in the bubble is it's just, just like, it's no, completely like it's just yeah. unrealistic. But the Raptors overall, it's never happened before, guys. Yeah, the Raptors overall, as a franchise, when they're down two games to nothing, they don't come back. Also, they've been <laughs> right. I, I well, in the history day. of bubble play, bro. No one's ever come back from <laughs> from three zero. That's um, ridiculous, bro. Also, they've That's been insane. the bubble apparently the longest than anybody. Yeah, they got there in like February. Yeah, I'm just kidding. He goes, yeah. <laughs> they drove from Canada. They <laughs> drove from Canada, which is a long drive. No, no. They've been there since what? April? Yeah. yeah. No, no. It was like a month before everybody April, else. April, bro? When did they get, when they else the get there? They June? They had the quarantine. They had the quarantine because they left, they left, you know, another country and they had the quarantine. So I don't even know what month is. I can't, I still can't believe it's been six months since this whole thing happened. Yeah, right. Not April. What was it? It was like a month before everyone went there with the end of July or the end yeah, of June. They were there everyone went there at the beginning they were in of Florida. July. They were in Florida in June, but they weren't in Orlando. They were yeah. quarantined somewhere and then. That's why they got the two or three, whatever amount of buses that they have. I don't know. This year's weird. Throw it away. <laughs> I'm so, out. I'm ready. Yeah. Well, Once I, the Celtics raise that championship. In the bubble? The bubble championship. Yeah. Well, as always, uh, follow us on all social media platforms at Causeway Street. Hit up CausewayStreet.com <laughs> for all your latest Celtics news and playoffs news and all that good stuff. And if you haven't already, subscribe to our Patreon. Yes. All right, Cosby Street After Hours, exclusive content that you don't hear when you subscribe to any of the other podcast platforms for our podcast. So get on that. Um, real quick, we've got some good feedback on last episode, our important conversation. Oh, yeah, yeah, man. You know what I mean? Oh, guys, we and appreciate we that. Appreciate the, we appreciate the love, and um, I'm surprised, but I'm happy that no negative comments, no negative feedback so all it's been all positive so thank you guys for that and thank you sean and thank you sway for you know opening up to have that conversation because yeah we just, no, like, definitely. We just felt like it just needed to be had so yeah man if you haven't listened go listen episode 226 oh 226 226 226 oh all right some deep shit that needed to be said so i don't know I don't know how many weeks we've been we've been saying this or how everybody anyone else has been saying it, but hashtag justice for Breonna Taylor, justice for Jacob Blake, justice for George Floyd, Black Lives Matter. Anything else I missed? Nah, man, that's pretty much it. Nah, man, that's yeah, that's pretty much it. That's that's the motto. 
You got a shout out, you said? My brother's getting married. Beans getting married. Beansy. Oh, that's right. Yo, shout out to Beansy. Shout out to Beansy. This outlet doesn't even work, Beansy. The motherfucker's walking the plank. Huh? Oh, going, going, down, going, <laughs> going out to the old Berkshires this weekend. Oh, so. I'm so oh, jealous, bro. Fucking Berkshires. This weekend? When is it? It's on Saturday. I'm going to crash that shit. Yo, come through, bro. We got a cabin. I'm going to bring a bunch of fucking wine and okay, Why do you think I got a handle cheese? Jameson over there? That's for the... Oh, that's for the, shit. I thought we were about to kill that tonight, bro. We could. I, if we, if, <laughs> you know what? If we get to a certain point, we might as well kill it because I got to need to go need to get a new one anyway. Gotcha. Nah, Berkshires is way up there, though. That's way up there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, congrats there, Beansy and Zandy. Yes. Congrats. Yes. Beansy and Zandy. Now, now, here's the thing, though. So it's not, it's like, you know, COVID. Fuck you, COVID. You know, was 150 people going to this wedding. Now it's like 25. Jesus. Uh, I'm, I'm imagining it's just both families, right? Yeah, yeah both okay. families. All right. Yeah, they had to cut it off at cousins, so not even cousins will go, just uncles and aunts. Oh, and brothers and sisters. Because oh, cousins have, are the ones that make the party. I know, but when right. they make had, the when wedding, they, they have so many. We have so many cousins. Yeah, that when you go, if you invite a cousin, you have to invite all the cousins. Yeah, and then you have like 50, 60 people, and they can't do it, bro. So fuck. Yeah, man, it's whack. But hey, you know, fuck COVID. They're still getting married. Still gonna be a great day. All you, all the uh, all the Uncle Dutras, man, they got to step their game up this time, man. Yeah, the uncle, <laughs> they gotta care. The, hold, uncle, the Uncle Dutras gotta hold it down. The Uncle Dutras know how to party. <laughs> there you go. The there Uncle Dutras know how to party. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, you guys will have a good time. Yeah, it should be, it should be good. So, congrats to them. I want to shut that out. But many, uh, many blessings. Yes, all across the board to the Dutra family. Blessings on blessings on blessings. And uh, Zandy's last name escapes me at the moment. I'm sorry. <laughs> Oh, she's a fucking Dutra, bro. Don't worry about it. That's yeah, right. Okay. Dutra. <laughs> Dutra. <laughs> She'll be a Dutra. That's right. Cree family. Cree family. Thank you. Uh, I think that's it. Unless you got something, Sean, sometimes you got a little extra, some extra sauce that, you know, you want to toss in I, there? Um, no, I think I basically threw out a couple conspiracy theories today, you know. <laughs> Gave my very, very strong Marcus Smart takes. So I, I can go to bed. I can go to bed happy tonight. Yeah, I spoke about the Amish. Yeah, yeah, you did. You did good. Yeah. Oh, I spoke about you know, Siakam on drugs. Yeah, yeah, that's how, that sums it up. I swear to God, in in, in <laughs> next year, if he's suspended for <laughs> substance no, violating no, 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 no. the NBA's drug no, no, policy, they can't. they can't though because they they told the players that they weren't going to drug test. This sort of helps your little. Yo, did you guys see, your little conspiracy the theory here? Did you guys see? Uh, <laughs> Brendan Ingram's interview? Yo, he, well, how high was that Yo, dude? Yo, that dude was stoned. Yo, he was high as fuck, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I didn't yeah. see that. Yeah, he, he won uh, most improved player. So they were the inside the NBA guys are talking. You know, there's a class they do it every year. Yeah. When, whoever wins the award yeah, yeah. right before the tip off. Yeah. Yeah. And like he, his eyes were barely open. Yeah. That's eyes a great, yo, that's a great call. In case you missed it. Yeah. <laughs> Check out that interview. <laughs> Ingram was, ha ha. Yeah. It was almost embarrassing, but like none, no one made a joke. And no one made, and I was just like, they know though. They know. They you, know. Like Jesus. You know, after they went to break, they were like, <laughs> Did anybody else think he was on something? <laughs> Charles, that boy needs to stop smoking, yo. <laughs> that boy's on drugs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Was like, yeah, Charles is old enough that he calls weed drugs. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah, that, you know that boy, yeah. you know that boy smoking drugs, yeah, right? Yeah, you know that boy's on dope, right? <laughs> dope, yeah. Everything's dope. <laughs> Max, it's like, no, dope Max is say heroin, bro. Yeah, 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 right? Yo, when you say dope that's, to that's me, hard it's hard stuff. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he says that. <laughs> Max says that about Nick. You know, Nick, he's probably out there in Eastie, you know, smoking that dope. I'm like, what? Oh, I'm like, oh, oh, yeah. You know, he's on that stuff. I'm like, wait, what? Uh, dope? Like, if I tell Joel Sean smoking dope, he'd be like, yo, yo what? He's on crack? He'd be like, yo, when's the, in- when's the intervention, bro? <laughs> <laughs> Let's set that up. Yo, can you imagine if, like, Sway one day is like, yo, you guys want to smoke some dope? 
<laughs> but it's like, I don't think so, bro. But but imagine, yo, you're Brandon Ingram. You left the bubble weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. You're back home. Yeah. You haven't gotten drunk. You're not going to. You're with your friends and family for the first time in months. You're celebrating because you just won this award. Like, yo, Brandon, yo, TNT, yo, they said 20 minutes, bro. 20 minutes. Yo, we just smoked like two seconds ago. He's just like, he just goes, <laughs> I got this, I got this, I got this, I got this. All right, on that note, we'll see y'all next time. Peace. Peace.